The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were Welcome to the voice. Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be diving into the topic of importance of tech alignment within SEO. Joining me today is Joseph Surya, who's the SEO and SEM digital marketing manager at CBRE. CBRE is the global leader in commercial real estate services and investments with services, insights, and data that span every dimension of the industry. CBRE creates solutions for clients of every size in every sector across every geography. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. So with that, let's dive into this episode on tech alignment with SEO. Joseph, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to be here. Obviously, it's a huge topic here. Tech alignment. I mean, we know that there's multiple facets within SEO, but a lot of times, you know, the most scalable and, you know, sometimes the largest impact is within kind of that tech side of our business. So maybe just to set the stage for the listeners, How do you think of kind of like the importance or how would you kind of characterize the importance of having that tech alignment within SEO? Absolutely. Well, I can say confidently that there are many, many aspects of what we do as SEOs that 
need tech alignment, being dependent on developers to carry forward with the things that we're asking for. It may be issues where the tech stack doesn't really have as much accessibility to us to be able to do all the work ourselves. Now on smaller sites, in the past I've worked in smaller agencies and we've been able to get in it ourselves and do it. But on an enterprise level, it does change the game. So I've had the uh, good fortune to work for a few enterprise companies and that does become a challenge where you really you really must depend on tech and development to be able to deliver on the things that you're asking. So very big, it's a very big topic. I'll probably just be touching the surface of it, but it's quite important. And I think that the measure of our work can be enhanced or hindered depending on how much that alignment is in place. I love that you made kind of the call out on the enterprise level as well. Because like from my experience in SEO, there is a separation in the same way that you might have differences between one vertical and another. The type of activities that we do at the enterprise level are oftentimes so much different than some of the activities on a smaller website. And I think from my experience working with like kind of enterprise organizations as well, the bar or the necessity to have that tech and that product alignment is so critical to operate at just the scale that you need to on the enterprise side. And what do you mean in the terms of tech alignment? Like what's included within that from your perspective? The way I view it is the communication, we should be on the same page, talking the same language. So if we put an ask in front of a team, are we being clear in getting that message that's in our brain to the team so that they fully understand what it is that we're asking for, the measure of what we're looking for, and how that is it fully understood. So for me, alignment, it means that. It, it has to be that clarity in communication, being able to effectively communicate the strategy that I'm putting forward, the tasks that I'm putting forward, and even outlining the outcomes for them so that once we're in agreement of, okay, we both understand, I believe that you understand what I've, I've communicated to you. To me, that's the point of alignment, you know, being able, I mean, they can take other things too, like prioritization and other things, but the high level view is communication. You know, is it understood? Are we talking about the same thing? You mentioned to it, and I'm glad you did so, is like speaking the same language. And I think as SEOs, when we're working with different stakeholder groups, we have to be able to talk about SEO in a different way or in a different language, kind of like in your words. And in the way I might talk about SEO to a marketing leader or a content strategist or someone on the dev and engineering side is going to be very different. And so with establishing that alignment, I think you're spot on that you have to be able to communicate in a way that's going to be understood. And would you have like any recommendations or kind of tips for the listeners of how to communicate with the tech or kind of more of the like product side of an organization? So preparing for this, uh, I was trying to think of those things that encourage alignment and things that discourage alignment. So I wanted to present some examples and I won't talk 
in too many specifics, but I think these are going to be universal so I can tap upon my current and past experiences, not by name, but in generalities. But I, I think we can kind of get certain points across. So things that I've found have discouraged alignment is one of the things I think of is just understanding of the goals itself. You know, what is it that we're trying to achieve? So when I'm communicating with the, the tech team, am I being really clear, not just in, you know, this is the task that I have at hand, right? But also, why is it that I'm doing this? What, what's prompting me to walk down this road? And to be able to have that clear understanding on the tech side of the equation, it's very important because then they see the underlying goal behind the task. And I think that may inform them in ways to look at what they're being asked to do and maybe even reevaluating that. So that's one, you know, just an understanding of the goals. Communication, I think it's tied into that, but another discourager of alignment is maybe the lack of communication where maybe priorities have shifted on the tech side where maybe suddenly the things that I'm asking for are deprioritized for the sake of another part. Understood, right? But has that been communicated well to us so that we understand that now our project, it's going to be on a different timeline than we originally anticipated. So that kind of communication is important, knowing what timelines and adjustments have kind of presented themselves. One more discouragement of alignment I have found, and this was an interesting one, is a competing success metrics. So the example that comes to mind is it seems very common within the tech world that if you're you have tickets open, you have lots of tickets, right? Your part of your measurement of success is how many tickets are you closing? How effective and efficient are you being with the work that's being put in front of you? And at times, the success metric of closing tickets may work in a different direction than the success of the goal that we're asking of them, right? So when I say the goal, there may be opportunities for future-proofing a solution. So the competing success metrics in this example would be the tech team is being asked to close a lot of tickets, but that may not necessarily mean that they're doing work that kind of leans towards let's solve the core issue here so that these types of tickets won't occur in the future. That may not be a success metric for them. You know, it's, that takes time to be able to do that. Whereas in my case, if I'm asking for something, uh, I'd like to think that we would be submitting, you know, a lesson is learned, they've done, they've changed their processes, and now the thing that became an issue will no become less of an issue because we future-proofed it. So sometimes competing success metrics can discourage alignment just because it, we're really talking two different success metrics. So You hit on some really good like recommendations. So I, I kind of just want to like double down a little bit on that. And so going into the why, you know, and, and one of your pieces that you just mentioned is like the why behind it. And I think sometimes as SEOs, we can get kind of caught with our head down, looking at more of like the world and we'll see it. And hey, it's so obvious that this needs to be done because of this. But taking that extra bit of time to 
carve out like how this is going to have an impact to the business bottom line or the why and why tickets are being done is such an important piece to ensure that those tickets are just being picked up. But then also in your second point there on like the success metrics of it is super, super valuable in the sense of under taking the time to understand what these teams are being measured on. And in your example, too, I can imagine that if you're working with a dev team that has a KPI, whether it's like an OKR or whatever, that's like number of tickets closed, and you're just throwing in these really broad, general kind of epics that may be a huge body of work, but it's just one ticket. And so understanding, hey, if they're being measured on this, maybe I can break this down into five or seven or multiple tickets. So then it aligns a bit more to how they're being measured. And it's a lot of that just taking the time to understand the individuals and the teams that like you're working with from it. And maybe too, like, what can you share with us too, as far as some of the positives or some of the gains that can be captured by achieving this alignment with these tech partners that we're working with. So one thing I found helpful for myself is making sure that I do have some amount of buy-in. If it's a larger task, you know, that I have some amount of buy-in from the leaders in our groups. So that may just be my direct manager, depending on the scope of the the ask, it may need to go a little bit higher, but also that there may be some buy-in on the tech leadership side too. Rather than just being those that are going to get dirty with the work, right? there might be some managers that they answer to that I need to communicate to as well, just so that there's an understanding of where the priority of this sits in my mind. And does that translate to, okay, us as tech, we'll assign that much priority to it as well and being able to determine which projects need to either come above or below that. So leadership buying has been a, a good encourager for alignment as well, because then not only is the street level teams understanding what needs to happen, but also those above too, so that they're, as things progress, other priorities come up, it's more clearly understood where our ask sits in that spectrum. So another point to make is uh, explaining to tech how the work aligns with the goals and how to measure that. So I have had conversations in the past where maybe a developer completes the work and maybe asks for me and maybe asks for other team members, but they may or may not understand what the actual goal was, or even how to look at it to see, you know, hey, we did this work and we know you're looking at something to know whether the work was effective or not. Can we see it too, right? So being able to reveal that so that their investment of their time and their energies to achieve the goal of completing the work also has some amount of payoff of knowledge of was it successful? Was it not, right? Was there follow-up? So that they can understand better, you know, the time that they invested in it either led to a great outcome, led to a learning opportunity, 
whatever form it takes, as opposed to it being in a vacuum. It's just like, it's done, it's out in the wind, now I move on to my next thing. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I feel like the fundamental of that like last tip is an element that's also just like very human in the sense of like someone's putting out time and energy. They want to know their work is meaningful or it's having an impact. And so I think a lot of this is just coming back to that consideration of the people that are acting upon it. But then with your tip there, you're also taking in account going back in the conversation to how developers speak and how they look at work. And so often on like the product side is you have success criteria or, you know, what was the net impact of things. And I think that is something that I've seen with other SEOs sometimes that gets left off. And so many of our activities or our tasks are something that may not have an immediate business impact. And so I've given oftentimes SEOs recommendations to add in leading KPIs so you can have that quicker feedback loop to the people that are picking up your tickets. and. If you're making, like as an example, you have a request to change internal linking to pages. Yeah, we know that that can have an impact on how those pages are ranking, but that could take some time to actually show the results from it. But then adding in something like a criteria or like a success KPI of the number of links that to the targeted pages from whatever link pack change or whatever element was being changed within it, then gives you the opportunity to come back to them and say, hey, great, thanks for completing this. We saw an increase from X volume of links to this volume of links. This is going to have an impact on the rankings of those pages. So I think your your point on that is, is spot on. And it's just such a good piece to remind people of like thinking of the other side of how they're picking it up, how they're thinking about it, how they're speaking about it and giving them that kind of feedback loop to kind of encourage and build a more, a stronger relationship too when you have future requests. 
I like the use of the term human. And that actually kind of figured into how I was looking at it because I, you know, regardless of what you do or what field you're in, if you invest time into something, you'd like to know, did it change? If the intent was, if I do this, something good will happen from it, you know, or the intent is that something good will happen from it. And, you know, just being able to provide that to a team, I think is always paramount. A couple other things that I kind of came to mind were encouraging notes from tech on their ideas to achieve your goals. So, your goals are your goals, right? I mean, they're, if, if, it's my, if it's me issuing this, then it's my goal, right? But certainly I want to put that in front of their team, communicate it well. But you know what? I might, From my point of view, I may not see all the components that could help me get to my goal. There may be some very dev-centric ideas that could be surfaced that I may not even be aware of that could lead to a goal. If the goal is clearly understood... I could see a scenario where somebody on the tech team says, oh, you know, because of what I understand of your goal, you didn't say this in your your ask, but I think if we did this, it'll get to that same point. And we can have discussions based on this. So we, the overall arching idea is encouraging tech to present ideas, especially if they've clearly understood the goal, because then it can surface new ideas even and more collaborative ideas in that regard so that again buy in on both sides but also you know it allows them to be creative and be able to see things that and i can learn from that right we can all learn from that if to, if if it's a point of view that only they have they they only have access to then i may learn something in addition to what i think needs to happen and then probably finally is just encouraging the, the team on the focus on the uh, end user experience and how that work contributes to it. So another final way that I might point out as being an encouragement for alignment is if there's an understanding of what we're doing to encourage the end user, you know, what is it that we hope that we're, are we removing roadblocks from the, the end user? I know as an SEO, we're searching for placement in Google, but then also, you know, there may be some amount of UX there, right? Or some other things that, you know, once we get them in, are we, what have we done to encourage other behaviors that are also SEO centric? Like, did they move on in their journey, reduce bounce rate? Did they stay on the page a long time? Did they do an action? You know, we want to make sure that we focus on that end user experience and communicate that well so that we understand it's not just getting people there you know, through the use of this goal, but also, you know, how does that benefit the end user? You know, are we presenting content that is relevant? Not just did we craft it well so that Google can find it? Is it actually informative? Is it viable content that makes the user more educated than they were before they arrived? I think on that last one, it's a good reminder to us as SEOs to think a bit broader in the sense of the business and what the business is looking to achieve. And if we're only including SEO elements for our tickets that are going to these engineering teams, maybe you're lucky and maybe you have, you know, an engineering team that is fully bought into the value of SEO. But I think something that's oftentimes very helpful and I think kind of what you're you're hitting on here is 
a lot of times SU initiatives can have other positive impacts for the users or the business as a whole. And so when you're submitting these tickets and these requests, don't only be thinking or only include elements as far as if we make this change, we can have a positive impact on organic search. But if it's a content piece, it's how this content is going to help the users that visit the page and help them engage with the brand or the organization. But I think it's something that we oftentimes need to take that step back and not just think of it in terms of why this is going to have a positive impact or why this is a good ranking factor that we need to strengthen, but more of how does this enable, how does this support the users that are visiting the site or visiting the pages, which oftentimes is also going to have a positive impact in how we're performing an organic search. So I think that recommendation too is just such a valuable one to think a little more broadly about how these changes impact the user and the business, not just how they impact SEO. Yes, absolutely. I mean, our work can affect many different verticals within our business. So in any business, your business, my business, right? So content development is a big part of it. So we want to make sure that we're on brand, you know, that, that we're talking about it, we're educating, that it's supportive of other areas that have been talking about that same subject. There's so many places where it can cross over into other areas. The other final thing I had for just sort of a high-level talk but to talk about was other benefits that there are to tech alignment. You know, we're talking about SEO, and I tried to be more focused on that. But uh, I have learned in the past that maybe the team that is SEO may be approaching things differently with tech than other teams do. I would venture to say that most SEOs are a little bit more in front of tech teams than maybe some other towers. And so with that, maybe there's encouragement that other verticals in our business can learn from in how we engage with the tech team. So they see what we're doing. They see the results that we get. They wonder, you know, hey, we've tried to have conversations and they never go the way that we think that they should. But your team seems to have cracked the code in some fashion. Right. So I would say that's sort of like a collateral benefit of alignment uh, with tech team is that we sort of have plowed the road as far as being able to, you know, understand how is it that effective communication can happen with their team and other teams can learn from that too. The ones that may not interact with tech as much as maybe we do. So educating other departments about, you know, what is it like to have alignment right from the very start? It's not an afterthought. It's something like, oh, you know, we're this conversation is going sideways. We now have to right the ship and and try to align up on this. And whereas maybe if I'm following my own advice and I'm doing the things that I should, that I've really considered these things on the front end so that we're starting from a better starting block than maybe others might have if they haven't considered aligning more than they've considered. Here's my task. Here's what I've got to get accomplished. Now I just need to kind of throw it over the fence and manage that. So, And then one other potential benefit is building trust with that particular department. 
Um, so being able to, you know, if we're consistent in our delivery, in our methods and processes that we've talked about, they'll start to trust that we've arrived at a process. It, it doesn't get to them until it's gone through a very detailed process on our side. So we're not trying to, you know, build the plane as we're moving, so to speak, right? We've done the due diligence, we've done the things. And as we bring it to them, we're still open for communication. We're still open for pivoting, but we're not starting from a point of chaos and trying to, you know, make sense of it. We're starting from a point of, we know what we are asking for. Now we just need to know that we are com clearly communicating what our intent is to you tech team and that that it's understood and that way we can kind of move forward from there so other benefits being you know other teams kind of observe the uh, the interactions and they get to see how things move through and hopefully that will benefit other teams as well that's such good piece of advice and i really think it hits on some of the biggest frustrations that i hear from seos and if I talk to SEOs in different roles and things like that, probably the most common frustration that we hear is not getting buy-in or resources or their ideas aren't being implemented. And I think the tips and kind of things that you've shared with us today directly address that. And by creating this tech alignment, we're also able to help ensure that these tickets and these requests that are going through, especially at the enterprise level, have more of an opportunity to be picked up and more of an opportunity to be implemented. So I think these are huge benefits and things that, you know, is even for like the most seasoned SEOs are elements that are worth revisiting, keeping top of mind and making sure that we're doing in our day-to-day -day practice. All right, so that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Joseph Serbia, SEO and SEM Digital Marketing Manager at CBRE. If you can't wait until our next episode and you would like to learn more about Joseph, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or go on over and visit his company's website at cbre.com. Once again, my name is Tyson Stockton with previsible.io. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn and also feel free to give Previsible a shout if you have any needs in SEO consulting, recruiting, expanding out your SEO team, or education enablement for those other teams that you're working with. Okay, thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host, if you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. 
Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Oh,